Mavens, be sure and watch this full episode. My guest, Tarika, is going to be sharing amazing ways, really three really great strategies that she calls GPA on how do you even begin to create the work-life harmony or the balance rhythm, as I call it, that you desire. All starts with your mindset and defining what success looks like and means for you. Be sure and watch the full episode. See you on the other side. Hey, Maven Nation, welcome to another episode of Success with Saneness, your bi-weekly dose of solution-inspired stories to help you maintain your well-being. I'm your host, Maven Myra, and be sure to like, follow, comment, and subscribe to this channel. Listen, I'm super excited. I know I say that all the time, but I'm always excited about my guests uh, because, listen, these are powerful guests. They are busy doing the amazing things they do. So I'm always honored that they take the time uh, just to come and spend a little time with me and you to, to give more thought, care, and ways that we can really create what I call a balanced rhythm. You know it is work-life harmony so that we can create success. Listen, listen to me. We can do it without running around like crazy people. I promise you it can be done. So my guest today um, is known from the heart, known to speak from our heart with a dash of sassiness which is one of my favorite words. Yes, it is. We're all about the sassy. Um, Tarika is an effective, thought-provoking storyteller who uses her own personal and professional journey to teach and empower others. Whether she is teaching organizations how to develop a strategic plan or is presenting to professionals on how to advance their careers, listen, without sacrificing work-life harmony. We, She and I, we, we speak the same language. This is it. Um, she brings energy, vision, and wisdom to every conversation to individuals she can walk in. So individuals can walk in their authentic power and begin to see countless, countless um, opportunities evolve. So Maven Nation, do me a huge favor and welcome um, the CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions, Mr. Rika Walker, Weller. Hi. How are you? Thank you for joining me today. Listen, um, you know what? As I went through your page and listened to some of your podcast episodes, I'm like, she's my sister. We don't know <laughs> each other, but she is my sister. We are, uh, I say, divinely called to do very similar work, which is yes. what drew me to your LinkedIn profile. And I was like, look, I'm just going to reach out and see. Let's let's just get connected and see what we can do together. So, uh, Tarika, tell us a little bit more about yourself on how you have journeyed into becoming, I call it a life strategist, a career mm -hmm. strategist, um, mm -hmm. and a program manager, a podcaster. Listen, all of the things really in this vertical of helping people find out their sweet spot and how to really do the work yet bring joy to their lives. Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, hey, 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 Maven Nation, how you guys doing? I am so excited to be here today. And I thank you for reaching out to me and connecting. I do believe that it's a divine interaction and engagement that we are having. It is not by happenstance. And so I'm super excited to be here today. Tarika Wheeler, career and work-life strategist, and I am the founder and CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions. And I think you asked a question that um, everyone always asks, like, how did yeah. you get into this? What was your drive? What was your push? And I have to be honest with you and say, 
the reason why I really wanted to jump into this space of helping professionals, especially women of color, working parents, those who are presented with a lot of unique challenges in life is because I've been there. I am there. I'm a wife. I'm a mom of three. I have definitely advanced in my career at the time of raising my children from, you know, infancy all the way through high school. Our youngest just graduated high school uh, last year. Thank you. Thank you. We are like, we're borderline empty nesters over here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it is the life. Trust me. I'm there. It is the life. (laughs) The life. So we're, we see the light It's like right there staring us in the face. And we, I think I got in a position to where I was like, okay, here are things that are happening to me on the daily. I'm always getting asked questions. Family, colleagues, you know, mentees are always reaching out to me. And I said, how can I have a broader impact? You know, I truly believe there's three things. Actually, I just taught a class last night and talking about three core things that I believe we all genuinely desire and want, and that is impact, income, and harmony. And so how can I share that with a broader audience to make even larger impact? And how can I help people know that even with the unique challenges that we have, you can advance in your career, you can get the desires of your heart and that you deserve, but there's ways to do it and you have to go about it strategically. So I've got nearly about 20 years experience in program and project management and strategic planning. I I kind of fell into that space, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't go to school for project management or program management. I believe it or not, I'm actually uh, what I would say would be an adult learner. I got my undergraduate degree as an adult. I was in my early 30s and I took the time to say, what do I really want to focus on? And I did organizational communication, but it's because I think communication is at the foundation of so many different things. And I worked in healthcare for about gosh, nearly almost 10 years in a level one pediatric trauma center doing program development and community um, engagement and outreach type of work. And then I transitioned into more of a taking what I was doing at a local and state level and started to do that more at a domestic and international level in my family. And I moved to the East Coast and I did that for about three years. And then I formally bit the project management bug. I went into government contracting and consulting got my PMP, and then the rest is history. But I leverage project management, program management, and strategic planning to work with my clients around work-life harmony, right? So okay. I'm a very work-life strategist. And to your point, I believe we got to look at life like 360, right? So mm-hmm. I really do tap into the space of you have to have harmony across all the different areas of your life. And your career is just one of them. Right. That's one aspect of everything that you got going on. Right. So how do you help people understand how they can advance in their careers, but they can leverage their careers to actually make the impact that they want across their life? And I'm just super passionate about that because it started with me. I knew when I was overwhelmed, I was burnt out. I had no strategy. I was just trying to make this thing work and do what it do. And it wasn't working and it wasn't doing. So how do I... How, I love that. It wasn't working and it wasn't doing any of those. So what do we do with that? And once I really started to narrow down and like nail down my framework and what I was putting in place for myself, I said, I got to help others. Yeah. I got to help others. That ser- service and being a servant leader is at my heart, is at my core. And I yeah. said, I want to package and support and help others through what I believe others are, are experiencing. So that's, I, that's listen, that I, I love that because... You know, my career was in oil and gas for 27 years. Ooh. Listen, 
that ain't don't have nothing to do with what I do today. Not the specific skills, right? But mm-hmm. interacting with people and you know, growing patience for people's craziness. All of the things, right? Um, <laughs> but here's one of the, the when women frequently say, like, well, how did you go from oil and gas? I was one of the nation's few black female traders that traded natural gas. So crazy. Um, But one of the greatest skill sets that I took from that career to this one is execution. Uh. Women, hear me, Maven Nation, have some of the most brilliant, life-changing, impact-moving ideas, Mm -hmm. but it's all of the stuckness. I don't have enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have the support. I don't fill in the blank with whatever you think you don't have. Listen, we didn't have that either. I, Mm -hmm. I tell young students, you're afraid to make a decision because you think, well, what if it's wrong? Okay. Since it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but you pivot. This might be wrong. <laughs> might be wrong. You pivot, you make the next decision, and you keep yeah. going. You yeah. keep going. And I think um, that's one of those things that when you when we're able to have these conversations with people one-on-one in groups, clients, that understanding that balance doesn't mean you're supposed to have this perfect straight line journey. In mm-hmm. fact, I would tell you, don't even look for that. That's It's just not going to happen that way. Um, but what do you find when you're working with your clients and in, in, in this? What are some of the most common barriers you see? My audience is predominantly women of color. Mm-hmm. What are some of the most common barriers you see that they face not that, and I'm going to say internal barriers because every internal bar- barrier doesn't mm-hmm. really mean it's an external barrier. Yeah, right. we had this beautiful mind where we'd be making up yeah. some stuff. Listen, yeah. that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. Um, but but what are some of the common barriers that you see for Black women specifically that yeah. really hold us back in career growth and really in life growth? Really being brave enough, tenacious enough. To, to find what really works for me, not yeah. what works for the, the person on Instagram I'm following or what yeah. worked for my mother or my, my yeah. auntie. But yeah. digging in, I have a quote that says the work is not skippable. Doing that mm-hmm. work, what are some top barriers that you see for Black women that, that prevent them from leaning all the way in and saying, I, I'm just going to figure it out. I've got to figure this out. Yeah, that's such a great that's such a great question because we are just of a different cloth. Black women are just we are. of a different cloth. And probably about 70% of my clients are professional Black women. Um, mm-hmm. And I think about 70%, probably a good 60% of them are moms. And okay. there's three areas that I think we we have these barriers. So okay. perceived, but let's just call them barriers. We're just not, we're not okay. going to go there. What's a perceived barrier right. versus real, It's a different right? podcast. It's a different <laughs> podcast, but let's just talk about them as barriers. So I think the first one, honestly, is deep-rooted childhood trauma. Okay. That's, listen, let's talk about it. That's the first one. And I say that because we ignore the impacts that our childhood has had on us, good, bad, or indifferent. We ignore mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oftentimes in the Black community, We are taught what happens in this house stays where? In this house. What happens in our family stays in our family. And a lot of times there are things that we do not talk about 
or we don't realize that the way our upbringing actually impacts the way that we are interacting or engaging as an adult. Right. We don't realize it. And it's a lot of that deep rooted, and I call it trauma because anything that can cause any type of disruption or breakage to a situation, right? That's trauma. It's traumatic. Right. right? So anything that can shake us up in life from our past that 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 breaks in that way is, is trauma. So I really do believe that that's a challenge. I think that th- those are areas that we don't talk about a lot okay. even now as adults and as women, as Black women in particular, we just don't address it. So okay. the second piece of that is that we could really good at taking care of others instead of taking care of ourselves. That part. We are nurturers by mm-hmm. nature yeah. as women, but as Black women, we have a tendency to want to take care of everything and everybody. Absolutely. Because we saw that modeled for us. We saw right. that from an aunt, from a grandmother, from you know a mother, that mm-hmm. it, it was about everybody. Let me take make sure everybody else is good. Right. We make sure everybody else is eaten. We make sure everyone else has, you know, taken care of themselves before we even bring attention to ourselves. And I'm going to talk about how this impacts us when it comes to career. Okay. Right? So I've talked about this childhood trauma, kind of those deep-seated things that we don't address. I've talked about this idea that we take care where we take care of everyone else before we take care of self. And then number 3, we question ourselves as far as capabilities. Okay. And if we deserve mm. to do more and to have yeah. more, we yeah. question that. And what I mean by that is we are so bright and so intelligent and so innovative. And there is something about the mind of a Black woman that literally transcends in ways that we can't even imagine. Right. Because of the things that we have experienced and the way that we just go about tackling life. The way that right. we've had to persevere. And if we would take some of those capabilities and translate them into transferable skills, the amazing things that we could do for the workforce in or in the industries in which we serve, in the industries right. in which we work. But yeah. we, we put ourselves in this little bucket and we start to shrink and question, well, do I deserve that raise? I mean, I know right. that I'm working hard, but so-and-so has been here longer than me. Let, let me, matter of fact, I'm going to even help them get it. Okay. <laughs> so true. Right? Let me, let me, I... I don't know. Have I really been here long enough? Right. Do I, I know I've been here a couple of years, but do I really deserve that raise? And so we put ourselves in this position. We like to stamp humble on it. Oh, we listen. It's not humble. Listen, that's 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 you said a mouthful right there. We like to make it humble. That's what we right, like to say. Being, we see that behavior all the time. Mm-hmm. And women, and here's the funny thing: I don't think women often see that of themselves. Unless I was just talking to a friend yesterday and I said, women oftentimes uh, do or achieve personal development because they become more aware. We have mindfulness about ourselves. Or we are in a circle of other women. Our community Mm -hmm. helps us see it. Mm -hmm. Sis, mm, that wasn't it. Or mm-hmm. you really were doing too much. Mm-hmm. Or that was really mean that you mm-hmm. said to that person. Someone is in our circle that we trust. Listen, don't mm-hmm. take advice from everybody. Someone you trust that's that's helping us see these things. And that 
that humble kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just this. Unless often women have someone in their circle mm-hmm. pointing that out to them, they are doing that and don't even know it. Don't yeah. even, they're not aware. Again, we've seen, we talk about, you know, you talk about this childhood trauma. We saw our moms and our grandmothers or aunts or whomever kind of behave in that way. And again, no, no discounting what no, our ancestors know. had to do, right? Because they had to do some yeah. things that we no longer have to do. Mm-hmm. And unless we are intentional to say, you know what, my girlfriend is right. I, mm-hmm. I've got to change this behavior so that I can uh, not only get better for my life, but start to first change the mindset. Right. That's that, it. That, That's like it. you said, that I deserve better, yeah. that I, do, I don't deserve to work 60 hours a week yeah. and feel all like all, I'm all amazing. Those, absolutely. All three of those that, we, that I just talked about go back to mindset. It goes mm-hmm. back to how we perceive, yes. right? And what we believe our outcome should be for ourselves. So you hear a lot of people say, oh, you need to switch from a a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. I want to take the buzzwords out of it. And I want to simplify mindset for you. Your mindset is built upon your perceived outcomes, Mm -hmm. right? How you think about the perceived outcomes in your life. It is thinking about What's in that subconscious mind? Not what's up here and up front and that smile that we put on our face every single day. But what are you saying to yourself every single day in the back of your head? What is in Mm -hmm. your subconscious mind? It's our subconscious mind that actually impacts our influence. It's our subconscious mind that actually impacts the things that we do and do not do. It is a driving force. It is not what's top of mind. That's our knowledge. That's our skills. That's the thing we could do like the back of our hand. That's mm-hmm. the way you can show up every day in day in and day out. Do your job, kick butt, perform well, because you know that you you got it and you can do. Right. The mindset is what helps you say, well, it's not just about me showing up and doing a good job. I actually am going to be intentional about the way I articulate and demonstrate my value. Yes. So yeah, I'm coming in here and I'm doing the job every single day. But if I want to position myself for advancement. And, and further development in my career, then I have mm-hmm. to switch my mindset and pursue growth in a different way. Right. Mindset is about your perception and how you perceive the outcomes that you believe that you are capable and worthy of yes. actually achieving. Yeah. That's the that, foundation of mindset. That that really does sum it up well, because, again, we can become so good at pretending mm-hmm. that we forget what the truth is. We forget that we are exhausted. We forget that we are working 50 hours a week and everybody else going home and taking care of their family with 40 hours. We, we forget. We think, well, that's just how I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Mavens, it is not. It is not how you have to do it. So I want to talk about. How do women get to these advancements in their career um, as yeah. an entrepreneur, whatever mm-hmm. their walk of, of work is? Yeah. How do they actually um, get to that advancement? And I know you touched on the masterclass that you held about destroying burnout and designing harmony. I love the word designing because it yeah. gives us power. Yeah. I have the power to design it. It's not already designed. 
Right. The work is not skippable. You've got to do something. And if you don't do anything, you're just you're going to get something that's not serving you because the natural Mm -hmm. pace of the world is to to be on the hamster wheel, to go, 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 to live in burnout, to live Mm -hmm. in exhaustion. So how Mm -hmm. do women get more intentional to create that advancement that they want and whatever that looks like? Um, Women hear me say this is not about a comparison journey. Your advancement doesn't have to look like mine or Tarika. What is your desire for Mm -hmm. your advancement? And you know what? When I ask women that question dead on, that one question, Mm -hmm. it often brings them to tears because then they say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been doing it. Whatever Mm -hmm. was needed for survival to keep the bills mm-hmm. paid, to keep the family together. I, I've just been doing it. And, uh, and I do yeah. find that as we move into the 40s and in some, you know, I'm in the 50s, we start to, I don't know if it's just life, starts to, to create more space for us to really think about that. Like, now, wh- mm-hmm. what is it that Myra wants? I know how yeah. to do what I do, right? Right, But exactly. what is it that my heart desires? How do I advance that part of my life. So talk to us a little bit about how do you help women, first of all, probably get past a lot of shame and embarrassment Mm -hmm. that they don't, I don't know why I don't know. I should know. Well, sis, Mm -hmm. if you don't know, let's just figure it out from here. And then how do they start taking those steps and the power of community to stay Mm -hmm. on that journey? Because it's it's not the easiest Mm -hmm. journey because we're asking ourselves to deviate from this crazy pace the world says we have to keep. We're intentionally right. getting off the rat race to do something different. And you need support for that. How do, how do women even approach yeah. that if they are like that woman that's saying, I have no idea. This work-life harmony y'all talking about, maybe it's just yeah. not for me. How, how do we change that, that woman's mindset in her heart that she deserves to have that? Yeah, that's such that's such a great question. And and I too have experienced where you know you ask that question and literally the eyes well up because they don't know how to yeah. answer it. Let me first say to you that nobody defines what success looks like except you. Because Absolutely. success is in the eye of the beholder. Achievement, mm-hmm. right? And being I talk about my achiever community. I say, you know, you're a high achieving professional. That's great. But the achievement and what you are achieving is in the eye of the achiever. You define what the right. top is. So the very first thing that we have to do is we have to do some internal reflection, get real with yourself. Let's get real with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I want you to grab a piece of paper. I want you to grab a pen. I want you to sit with yourself. No husband, no children, no auntie, no cousins, no people. And I want you yeah. to write down what success means and looks like for you. I oftentimes have my clients write letters to themselves and write letters to their mm-hmm. future self. And to say, yeah. this is this, hey, Tarika. Hey, girl, yes. I, I, I see you in our new home. Yeah. I see I you. I love that I, exercise. Right? And, and doing that exercise to get you to think. It actually takes the pressure off of the question right? and puts more emphasis on the thinking and the reflection mm-hmm. that you need to do. So the first thing is, is you have to define success. What does it right. look like for you? Not for your mother, not for your father, not for your husband, not for anybody else, not for your children. What does success look like for you? Mm-hmm. What does the other side of it look like? Right? That's number one. Number two okay. that we have to do, we have to do, is we have to give ourselves some grace. 
Oof, let me tell that's you something. It. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's okay that you haven't done everything right. Hear yes. me. Hear me, Maven community. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay that you haven't followed the path of your of your of your family, of your sisters, of your sorors, of your community. It does not matter that your journey right. looks different. You are yes. unique. And you Mm -hmm. have a unique journey and you have to own that. And it is okay that it has not been perfect. It is okay okay that it has a blemish and it has a scar and it has a mark here and there. It is okay. You are talking to someone who everyone thought was going to just graduate high school, go to college, do all the perfect things. I graduated high school, got real, real, real grown, lost my mind, had my son as a freshman in college. Right. Went on to marry my college sweetheart. We have been married almost 23 years. We have three children later. But the point is that wasn't everybody's plan for my life. Right. I'm going to be mom. I'm going to be wife. We're going to build a home. We're going to have our children. And I did not go back to school until I was an adult. I graduated with my undergraduate degree at 33. Okay. For some of you, some may say, oh, my gosh. That's So how do you feel about that? I feel amazing because for me, I was successful. Because I defined what success looked like for me. Were other people happy with my choices and my decisions? Absolutely not. But I had to say self and self said, what girl? What what does success mean like for me? So you, number one. Won't she answer you? (laughs) Right? (laughs) She will talk back. You talk to her, she will talk back. She will talk back. So I want you to define the success. That's number one. The, The second thing, and then I want you to give grace, right? So I had to give myself some grace. I had to say, it's okay, Tarika. Yeah. It's okay that you don't have your degree yet. Mm-hmm. You can still advance in your career without it. It's okay that you feel like you are a few steps behind. You're just on your own journey. Because yeah. when you give yourself grace, you can let go of that guilt. If you Absolutely. don't give yourself grace, you hold on to the guilt. And that is yeah. exhausting. And it weighs on you. Yes. So give yourself permission to give yourself grace. Okay. Let, let me that, add this before you get to your number three. Don't yeah. forget your thought. Um, I, I, I often say to women, you know, the give yourself grace, I always say, be gentle with yourself. And yes. if, if wherever, whatever point you are in your journey, if that's in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, 60s, whatever the number is, be okay being a beginner. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you are starting a new path, a new whatever, you're going back to school, you finish school, whatever it looks like, be okay being a beginner in that new lane. Yes. We I put love that. so much pressure on ourselves to be absolutely flawless, amazing, all the things every day. And I yes. will say that if you are not making mistakes, getting it wrong, having a restart, do some U turns, some flips, you're doing it wrong. You're doing mm-hmm. it way too comfortably. You are making mistakes as part of the journey. And I I really hope that women watching this understand this give yourself grace, this be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. Failures are a part of the journey. Having to hit restart is a part of the journey. And you have Mm -hmm. the power to do that. Hit your restart button and move Mm -hmm. on to your next thing. I, I just know that women carry such a heavy burden with yeah. that, not making mistakes or looking perfect and looking, it, it's just not realistic. And yeah. I and I want us, Maven Nation, all of us, 
to keep releasing that type of bondage mindset that if it can't be, if I can't come out the gate a hundred percent with it being perfect, that I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it. There are very few things you're going to get accomplished in life. Yeah. Because yeah. we get be better okay. as we go. As we go. That's what it is like, but be okay yeah. with the process and the way that you get there. Yeah. I yes. love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that yes. so much. Yes. Yes. Give, give us your number three. I know this is, this is, we're giving no, them a whole package. So number three, guys, I need you to get this. Number three has three parts. Number three, GPA. Y'all know okay. GPA. You had one at one point, GPA. Okay. Some of y'all like your GPA. That's okay. You ain't got to tell nobody. GPA. Okay. Goals, plan, action. Okay. Goals, plan, action. If we really want to see something different, we want to mm-hmm. see change. We are where we are but we know we are designed and we desire to have something different, then you have to design. I'm using the word design with intention. Design goals, plans, and actions that mm-hmm. align with the success that I said that you need to define for yourself. If this is what success looks like, then what are the goals, mm-hmm. the plans to achieve those goals, And the actual actions that I'm going to commit to take to achieve those goals so I can get my self-defined success. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more that builds confidence when you are able to design something. Can you imagine how an architect feels when their design is finally built? When they see their building downtown or they see a home Mm -hmm. that they designed? Have you ever designed your home? I'm, and, and here you go. You're like, I've never had a design. Yeah. Wherever you live, there is a space yes. that you have designed, right? We start, right. Getting real, we start getting real funny. Too deep. <laughs> and we say the word design and we thinking about the interior designer that I just saw in this multi-million dollar home. Right. Five square foot. You're doing too much. You have right. designed something in mm-hmm. your life. Yeah. And when you finish that design, because you were driving, you were the architect behind it. You sat back and you said, hmm, I like that. I love that. Right. I don't care if you just have a floral arrangement. There's a confidence that comes over you when you right. design something. That's why I talk about designing harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have to be intentional about what it is you want to see at the end. If you don't want to be burnt out, if you don't want to be overwhelmed, if you don't want to feel like you never have time to do anything and you don't know how to manage your time, you don't have a schedule, you don't have a routine, whatever it may be, you have the authority. You just got to walk in your own authentic power bold enough to say, I am going to design what it is I want to see on the end. So GPA, goals. Yes. The actions, right, or the approach, if you will which is mm-hmm. where strategy comes in of how right. you're going to achieve those goals. And then the, 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 the actual actions themselves to say, here are the steps I'm going to take daily in order to make these plans come to fruition so that these goals, I can achieve them so I can get to the success that I want to see. Hear me, hear me, hear me, Maven Nation. You have more control over your life than what you think. Right. Last night I was talking in my in my uh, master class and I said it's not mm-hmm. they and it's not it. We always like to say, well, they, 
Well, well, right. it, no. Yeah. Turn that mirror around and look at yourself and think about what you can do and what you are contributing to your current situation or lack thereof. Right. Are you I love just that. working hard every day mm-hmm. and getting the job done? Are you being strategic and building the relationships and having the conversations to position yourself for the promotion that you should have had two years ago? Right. Are you doing the research for how much my position, what the market rate is for my salary right now? Are you Mm -hmm. just accepting the number that they give to you? So you have no negotiation power because you've not taken the time to do the research. You have got to be incredibly intentional. And the only way you can be intentional is that you know what you want. Mm-hmm. You got to know what success looks like. You actually have to know what you want. What's the actual goals, plans, and actions to get there? GPA. I, I love that. GPA. So for those of you that. who have a negative connotation with GPA, because some of us, we don't think, <laughs> my GPA in college was spot on. That high school right. GPA Bless Not God. Not so much. Hallelujah. So glad I graduated high <laughs> school. But the other pieces, you know, college, that was like, I was good. You know, both, even when I was, you know, just starting out in school, that I had my break right. and then came back as an adult, my GPA for college was spot on. The high school one, I thought my mother was going to strangle me. I just, Listen, you know, we've, we've raised four. We've raised four. And, and some graduation time is very happy. Woo, celebration. And others would be like, Lord, please, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. If you would just let them walk the same. Just let them make it through this piece, Lord. We're going to yes. be all right. <laughs> Listen, I love, I love that GPA thought yes. process because it really, I think that's one of those things that women, when they can't immediately answer the question of what success looks like for them, they get mm-hmm. overwhelmed. They go internal of all the reasons why they don't know and should know. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Mavens, we're saying don't do that. Don't Follow do that. The GPA strategy. And I, is this one of the things you talked about in your masterclass? Because I want to find out if you're hosting another masterclass soon. We will drop that information in the comments because I, I want women to know that even if they feel overwhelmed and yeah. they're like, okay, I hear y'all talking, but I still don't know quite where to start. I, I hear you mm-hmm. saying the starting point, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Is your masterclass something that really kind of helps them? kind of hold their hand to get them started. And then they, again, hear me, women, there is no masterclass, no podcast, no (laughs) online course that is going to allow you to skip your work. You still have to do the work. We can lay out a strategy. Baby, we can color code that thing. We can do all kinds of stuff for you. But at the end of the day, you must do that that P part of GPA, the plan, and then the A, the action. In my community, we call that BAM, bust a move. I love it. Do something. You got to do something. You you have to do something. So tell us a little bit about your masterclass. And listen, uh, Tariqa has her own podcast called Professional DNA. Be sure to subscribe, like. I've listened to some of her episodes. She's just continuing to give you good information on this development phase in your life. So you can, we, we don't have to just work. Now, I want you to enjoy your work. 75% of Americans do not, do not, 75% do not enjoy Mm -hmm. the work they do. Do not, listen, that's not going to be us. That's right. We're going to do our work and we're going to find joy in our work. And if the work we're doing is not the joy, honey, we're going to find the, do the GPA 
mm-hmm. to figure out what what is the work that brings mm-hmm. me joy so Absolutely. that I can be intentional to get to that growth. Listen to me, Mavens. I am in no way saying if you are not currently getting joy to stop, quit, don't show up tomorrow at your job. Get up, get dressed, be where you are supposed to be. Because yeah. even with that, I, I talk to clients about a quit strategy. That's right. You got to have an exit if strategy. If you don't want to be where leave. you are, you That's don't right. listen. Don't just leave because your power provider, your cell phone company, your mortgage company, your car, the people still want their money and they want it on time. Okay. So don't, don't get crazy and be like, well, I don't have no joy. I'm leaving. Mm-mm. Stay there. Put your strategy, get your GPA together. Mm-hmm. So that you can be intentional about your growth plan so that, and that doesn't mean there, it won't be without challenge, right. but at least when you have a challenge, you have this plan that you can plug back into and say, right. okay, this went a little bit awry at step five, but, but step six, I'm still, I'm still ready for it. Step five was uglier, tougher, more expensive mm-hmm. than I thought, but mm-hmm. I'm still in my community, we say CPR, capable, prepared, mm-hmm. and ready yes. for my very next step. I'm still ready for number six, although number five was ugly. It was painful. Yes. I shed yes. some tears. I doubted myself. Um, I stepped back from my faith. All mm-hmm. of the things happened, but I'm still CPR. I could still I get that. my GPA for step number six. So yes. talk about your master class or whatever tools Um, that you might have coming up that helps women kind of stay this course so we can get, we can, we can help them get where they're trying to go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. So um, I definitely want to share my, my masterclass is the destroy burnout design harmony masterclass. It's a two day masterclass. Uh, Day one uh, was actually, as we're ending out January. So timing wise, and we're how you guys do this by the time you listen Day two was already done because we did the January 30th and January 31st. However, okay. um, that masterclass, my team and I will be producing that so that, that that's something that if you weren't able to uh, participate, that you would be able to um, still sign up and participate um, and listen to the recording. And so that's, that's one thing. The second is, especially if you're on this path of career advancement, and last year in November, I actually hosted a virtual conference. Um, it was okay. Expand 2022. And that virtual conference was really an opportunity for people to learn how to leverage the power of focus. What you focus on expands. If you put focus in different areas, and we focused on mindset, career okay. development, and work-life harmony. And when okay. you put focus into those various areas, you would be amazed at the things that can expand and happen in your life. So if that's something that interests you and you want something on demand, I encourage you to, uh, one, follow me on Instagram. Uh, okay. It's professional underscore DNA. If you click the link in my bio, you'll see where you can actually go um, and uh, get an on-demand version of our expand conference. We actually, I'm originally from Austin, Texas, and we oh, actually wow. will be doing um, our yeah, and we'll be doing right our up conference. the street. I, I live in Northwest Houston. I'm literally two hours from Austin. <laughs> oh my god, well, no Houston. Well, have a ton of family, Sugar Land, all the yes. areas. So we will be doing our expand 2023 live in Austin in the fall. Oh. Of 2023. 
I'm very excited about that. We're working on location and getting that contract signed with um, our venue. And then we will start promotions and all of those types of things. Community, as you said, is so key. And sometimes we have to get around like-minded individuals who are also looking to advance in their career, but they don't want to be on that hamster wheel. They don't want to sacrifice and feel like they have to sacrifice their health and their work-life harmony for their success in their career. And that's just not, that's not the way it goes. It doesn't have to be that way. So I encourage you to tap in to Expand 2022. We had amazing speakers and keynote uh, speakers that were a part of that. It was phenomenal. Um, You can actually get it on demand uh, there on the site. And there's a fee for that. I also just encourage you to tap in and join the conversation. As you said, you know, I have a professional DNA podcast. I release an episode every Sunday. Um, It's across all major platforms. It's audio. It's an opportunity to really dig into some of those deep conversations that we don't have a lot that's more holistic in nature. So, yes, I want you to know how to negotiate and I want you to know how to, you know, work on your resume and work on your LinkedIn. And that's great. But if you don't know how to do that inside, if you don't know how to take care of self, if you don't know how to interconnect your work and life together harmoniously, all the other pieces are just going to fall flat because you're not going to have the ability to really move those things forward. When I talk about professional DNA, it stands for your defined natural ability to succeed. I truly believe every single one of us, we have what we need inside of us to be our best and unique self. There's I not love another that. out there. There's not another Tarika out there. We are right. uniquely made and we approach things maybe similarly, but different right. because we are unique. You have everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. And that is your professional DNA. You are already designed to succeed. I love you have that. a natural ability to succeed and there are attributes and things about you that you just kind of kick butt at just because it's you and the way you do it is actually in a way that brings value. You got to tap into that. So in a lot of our conversations on that podcast, we're talking about how to tap into your inner self to really help you with the advancement you want to see in career, in life, right? And, and for those of us who are doing consulting and also businesses, along with our nine to five, the same thing. So we have yeah. those types of conversations. So that's where I would say to kind of start. Um, okay. I'm just so blessed and excited that I had an opportunity to talk to Maven Nation, like, this is amazing. And I hope every single woman who is under the sound of my voice, this conversation was helpful for you. It made you think. I'm all about making you think and getting you to realize that it's not over. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Great, great encouragement because, you know, the journey, the journey um, that we walk, sometimes we feel well, it's maybe Myra can still do it or Tarika can still do it, but it, it's it's probably over for me. Listen, it's not right. over until the breath is gone. If you still have breath, you still have an opportunity to, to pursue, to do whatever it is that your heart desires, whatever you are defining as your success. Listen, this conversation today has inspired me. Listen, I'm I'm grateful to to um you know those of us that are frequently pouring. I'm grateful to be able to receive in my cup. I always get so excited when I'm at places and people. Oh, you speaking? Mm-mm-mm. I'm here to get to get some. I'm getting what you're getting today. I'm not. No, no mics for me today. Um, so listen, I appreciate you, and and just truly love the you know like I said when I looked at your LinkedIn profile and your podcast and your website the work that you are doing. We we are sisters um, yes. across doing similar work because here's the thing. Our community of women need it. 
We probably need it more than any other group in the world. We need to know that this balance rhythm, this work-life harmony is attainable for us and that we absolutely deserve every drop of it that we can get. So thank you for all your your great information. Now, here's what I do at the end of the podcast. I don't ever tell the guests I'm going to do this. Uh I have some rapid fire questions for you. Uh Uh (laughs) Everybody has the same response. Like, oh, Lord, Uh what is Maven Myra getting ready to ask me today? (laughs) All very fun and very light. So I'm going to give you most of these are just two options. You tell me which one suits you best. So if you had the option of meat, seafood or veggies, which one? Seafood. Seafood. Peanut butter and jelly or grilled cheese? Ooh. Grilled cheese. Okay. Zip lines or pool lounging? Oh, pool lounging. Pool lounging, yes. Reading a book or the audio version? The audio version. Yes. Nap or no nap? Oh, nap. <laughs> Listen, these naps be blessing our soul, especially the yeah. older we get. I love yeah. a good nap. Uh, yeah. Digital planner or paper planner? Oh, paper planner. Listen, all of my guests so far have been with the paper planner. I I'm surprised. I really I am, am surprised. Yeah. I'm very hands-on. Yeah. And I like to be able to write. Again, it goes to this idea of designing. I want to yes. be able to write, erase, scratch out. And I, I can't do all the things on the digital. On the digital. Absolutely. I need, I need exactly. paper. I need paper. Um, Biggie or Tupac? Oh, Tupac. Okay. <laughs> Techie or old school? Techie. Excellent. Heels or flats? Heels. Heels. Ice cream or cookies? Ice cream. Excellent. Listen, that's it. Those those were the Yes. That was it. That was it. Um I, you know, these questions just kind of very light, very fun. Get the audience to know a little bit more. Um, about about our guests and, and and just, you know, learn some of the fun things. You know, we can articulate the work in, in which we do, right? But just some of the, the light, fun things. So listen, I am absolutely honored that you joined me. Maven Nation, take this information and do what I always tell you. Do your bam thing at the end of the day. Talk with you soon. Mm-hmm.